A common complaint heard about a breach is that no one takes responsibility. No one gets fired. Someone did get fired after at least one employee of the Bernie Sanders campaign accessed proprietary information from the Hillary Clinton campaign. Here's candidate Bernie Sanders after the Vermont senator apologized to rival Hillary Clinton at last Saturday's Democratic presidential debate. Not only do I apologize to Secretary Clinton, and I hope we can work together on an independent investigation from day one, I want to apologize to my supporters. This is not the type of campaign that we run. And if I find anybody else involved in this, they will also be fired. Clinton accepted Sanders' apology. What's refreshing here is that an organization's top executive, Sanders, took swift action when it became clear that a subordinate acted improperly. What happened to lead to the firing of Sanders' campaign national staff director, Josh Uretsky? First, a bit of background. The Democratic National Committee hired a contractor called NGP Van to manage shared and proprietary data for Democratic candidates. According to NGP Van, code was released that contained a bug that allowed a search of data across campaigns, enabling one campaign to access proprietary data in a rival's campaign. NGP Van says one Sanders user saved a one-page report from the Clinton campaign containing proprietary summary data, but no list of people was exported. The breach reportedly lasted for about 45 minutes before being patched by NGP Van's engineers. Here's how the Fire Sanders aide, Uretsky, speaking on MSNBC, explained what happened. We knew that what we were doing was trackable, and we were trying to create a clear record of a problem before reporting it so that we, were, so we could make sure we weren't crying wolf and so that we understood the extent of the exposure of our data. We had to assume that our data was equally exposed and updated reports prove that it showed that it was. And we just wanted to, you know, we wanted to document and understand the scope of the problem so that we could report it accurately. We could see that there was a problem in security, and so we wanted to create a record on their system without taking any data for our own uh, purposes. At least to my knowledge, we did not export any records of voter file data that were based on those scores. And so, yes, we did establish proof that there was a problem so that, A, we understood what that problem was, and B, we could accurately report that up the chain. And that did take us some time to figure out. Uretsky told MSNBC he didn't think he did anything wrong accessing the Clinton campaign data. We didn't actually, like, use it for anything valuable, and we didn't take custodianship of it. The analogy maybe would be somebody leaves the front door open and you left a note inside the front door saying you left the door open. And then maybe you went and checked the side door, too, to make sure that door was closed. As many as four other Sanders aides may have had access to the Clinton data, the campaign suspended two others a few days later. Uresky says he didn't feel the Sanders campaign used him as a scapegoat. Look, I was in charge of the department, uh, and it's my responsibility. Still, Uretsky says... Honestly, the system belongs to the DNC, and I did not believe at the time that I did it that they would think that what I was doing was wrong. Frankly, I, I did it knowing full knowledge that they could see what I was doing, and I did not at any time do something that I was going to try to hide from them. Let's give Uretsky the benefit of the doubt, and that his intent was not to glean intelligence from the Clinton campaign for the Sanders camp. Was he justified in accessing Clinton data as part of his own investigation? No, he wasn't. 
Here's Purdue University Computer Science Professor Gene Spafford, who's Executive Director of the Center for Education, Research, and Information Assurance and Security. It's a gray area as it's currently practiced in industry. We have a lot of people who, upon finding a problem, will attempt to investigate it on their own rather than involving the custodians or owners. If your private medical or banking information was on a shared system and someone else got access to your information, would you want them poking around in that information using the explanation they wanted to see how much of their own information was exposed? I don't think it's appropriate. Certainly if they reported it and then there was no action taken, then that might might possibly justify some additional action. But the kind of examination of third-party systems is an element of sort of vigilante investigation that does raise serious questions about is it legal and is it appropriate? And the fact that this is so newsworthy shows that certainly a segment of the population believes that it is not appropriate. But it's also, it's a bigger issue in a, in a lot of ways, which is you know, what is the role when you find a defect in something? Should you investigate it if it's not your system and not your data that's involved? You may have a shared interest, but you're looking at confidential information that somebody else has. And that's an issue. And furthermore, it raises a subtle point that if we encourage that behavior, if we say that it's okay to poke around as much as you want to investigate, then if somebody's doing that for malicious purposes and we catch them and they say they were simply investigating, we have no way of, of telling. It's the same way with hacking into systems and poking around to claim that you're trying to show there's a vulnerability. How do we know? We don't know. And that's why Uretsky should have alerted the DNC and its vendor immediately and not accessed any of the Clinton campaign data, regardless of his motives. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro.